Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this material episode 351, a very, very special episode, and not for whatever phony baloney reason I usually come up with for declaring that a random number is actually quite special. It is St. Patrick's Day today as we as we record. So uh, you're not going to hear my uh, fake uh, Irish accent because that would be somewhat akin to a war crime, and we've had. Enough Are you of those. Irish? Do you I have any absolu- Irish in you? Absolutely. Well, I have, I have. I've never taken. Oh, by the way, our lovely co-host and wise co-host, uh, Florence Island. Hello, Florence. Um, no, uh, I've not. I've not taken one of those uh, genetic tests because I'm sure it'll basically come back Eastern European mongrel. Uh, which I which I'm perfectly fine with. That's what mine was. Right. <laughs> so eighty percent at least. <laughs> also, also I don't I don't want to I, I don't want to like to get a get a phone call from the police saying that well we know that you didn't commit these murders in 1974 because you were way too young but we suspect that one of your uncles might have so we need you to fill out these swabs unless <sighs> and if you don't it's like oh god do i really want to this is the, this is why it bothers me when like i'm i'm on facebook i'm facebook or something and i say oh look i got i got one of those 23 and me kits for christmas haha <laughs> look at what it says about me it's like oh great so now look what it says about the entire family that we're now going to have to deal with because now we're all in a database. It gets worse, though, because the thing is, if you log on to 23andMe, they will find you family members and cousins. And like, there's a lot of skeletons in these closets because (laughs) Lord knows what's waiting back for me in the old country in terms of family (laughs) secrets. And, um, oh, you laugh. But hmm, I will be crying to my therapist later. No, yeah. I t- no. See, I, I'm 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 nervous. I'm nervous laughing because the the other the, the I think I would rather be informed by the FBI that again an uncle of mine might, might have been like a, a mob killer in the early 70s, and we need your DNA to to make the familial link. I'm more concerned about. Oh, th- thank goodness! Like now, my son—we we don't know, but we're like fourth cousins, and my son needs a combined left lobe, head, lung, and liver transplant. And genetically, you're probably a match. So all you have to do is oh, right. fly yourself here to Canada at your own expense, and like, mm-hmm. okay, so now I'm gonna have to like give up half my brain, a lobe of my lung, and stuff, or feel really guilty about it. And I've, I've never, I've never, I, I've some. Every time that there's one of those feel good stories about how oh so and so just uh, entered or put his put his name into a uh, into a, a a tissue bank database not knowing if he'd be a match for anybody or not then three years later I just and spit he into saved a the tissue life. and just threw it into the bank yeah and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm 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 so in awe of those kinds of people because I'm not sure if I would say yeah I mean I don't I. I Academically, I want to save your child's life. You know that academically, I want to save your child's life. But I've got two kidneys, and maybe one of my sisters might need one, and then I'll feel really stupid for giving it to <laughs> what, a total what of my stranger. closer relatives, like immediate relatives, and so, immediate so, family someone, tree. That's, someone who's only getting in touch with me for the first time in my life to grift an organ off of me, <laughs> which frankly, lady, is not the best way to make an introduction to a family member. So the thing is, though, that was always in the early seasons of Unsolved Mysteries. That was always there's always a feel good story thrown in with all the like terrible uh, stories of murder. And uh, I was going to say homicides, the same thing. But yes, terrible stories of death. There'd be a story of 
oh, I found my long lost sister who I lost on a train to Paris in 1943. Uh, And, you know, I think about that. And even now, like, would I be open to a rando looking for me on a TV show even? But I guess if you went to a TV show, you'd have to be like really emotionally desperate, right? To like get to that point. I don't know. It seems kind of hard to grift somebody having America looking on and watching you on your grift. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe that's part of the grift. Like you, you, get the, you get the Robert Stack spotlight on you. Hmm. Hearing Robert, yeah, the Stack, Robert Stack spotlight and, and that whole and that network of uh, people on the telephone that they'd always have in the background. <laughs> okay. I watched a lot of unsolved. Meanwhile, in <laughs> California's famed Silicon Valley. Florence Ion was going about her day, not knowing she was about to turn a, get a phone call that would solve a family mystery that she was not even We don't of. do that on TV anymore. It's quite sad. Like that kind of narration. Just, you know, the dramatic, no, like. Not, well, not, not since the real world, because now, now, like, they'll, ha- they'll, like, you'll, you'll have an earpiece and a producer will be, like, giving you lines that you'll be saying, I was just sitting there, me, in my Silicon Valley office. Having no idea that the phone message I was about to get was going to change my life forever. Like, no, come on. Mm, you know what I have been watching, by the way. Speaking of Silicon Valley, and Silicon I've Valley, kind of. Oh, well, sorry, I no, I, I mean, I watched that series, great series. Uh, but I have been watching The Dropout on Hulu. Oh, the, okay, yep. Because there's there, just there something no about. Story, yeah. There's just something about her that just, like, that could have been me. Pro- probably not. I didn't have that kind of privilege. I mean, I definitely, like, have privilege well, also you're not a more so- than other folks. But not, that. yeah, not the sociopathic privilege, not the family, like, the dad working at Enron privilege. Like, I did not yeah. have that. I did not, I do not have the, uh, I shouldn't say I don't have the brains. I think I do have the brains. I just, I'm not interested in going to Stanford. <laughs> or having my child go to Stanford because that costs a lot of money. Right. I really don't. I don't want her to go into debt for that. So, you know, those things. But I do think about, you know, her obsession. <laughs> they have a, this one scene that k- really sticks out in my mind. I keep bringing it up where she's just like, not, it's not seductive, but it's very just like passionately, uh, it, you know, passionately sort of laying her body on this poster of Steve Jobs on the wall. <laughs> like, and and obviously they took a lot of creative license because Michael Showalter, by the way, is directing this. Yeah. So it's a very interesting mix of characters who are producing this. Um, and so that's, yeah, yeah it's, it's really good, Auntie. See, I, 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 I they actually make Silicon Valley drama. Like, I'm fearing somebody's going to get murdered. Like, that's yeah. how intense it is. I, I, I started watching the first episode. I didn't quit. I just simply, when he got to the scene where, as you say, uh, the father was working at Enron and and she 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 comes home and dad is like, has had, like, he's had his soul ripped from his body because essentially he's given his, he's he's basically built his career on this one company thought that he's his whole future is based on this company and it turns out the whole company is this tissue of lies and that he has no future anymore and he's a, they're in the kitchen and what kind of got to me is that I know this isn't the story about her dad it just bothered me that absolutely no one in that room 
not his two children, certainly not his wife, gave a damn about the fact that this is the lowest point in his entire life because the, the wife is like behind the kitchen counter saying, and but but I but I guess you're too proud to call Sam and ask him for a little help, aren't you? Because you're just too proud. He's like calling apart, and the son is like, "Oh, we're gonna have to move again. I hate having to move." Like, oh, is this my hot pocket? Can I have the hot pocket? And it's like a little bit of compassion, please, because he's not. I mean, especially uh, he I, did work for Enron. I'm just saying. Okay, but did, <laughs> but okay. Now maybe it was revealed later on that he was totally in on it, and he didn't think that he thought. He would be able to cash out before the house of cards collapsed. But at that point in the story, granted only like 15, 20 minutes in, like, I'm just thinking it's, it's not, again, it's not that it's not that, uh, I've dismissed this show. It's just that, you know what? This is making me a little bit too sad. The, again, the lack of empathy, the lack of sympathy, the basically beating down this guy who's already been beaten down. Uh, well, the whole thing was that she has no, capability to really be empathetic right but nobody so, was, it, was it a family trait was it genetically like redheadism like handed down from the mother or something <laughs> yeah i mean it's, you know that is a theory that i've been trying to uh i don't know research throughout my lifetime like <laughs> this insidiousness this you know this personality trait that's just uh kind of crummy does this get passed down genetically um mm. because you know my kid does does do cute monster sounds like I do. So I assume there's some genetic predisposition there. It is, it, it is weird. Like I've, uh, it is said not by me. Cause I've not have like first experience with this, that someone who grows up in a household where like the parents are like totally irresponsible, where, you know, they never pay the bills and they keep getting fired from jobs and they keep like getting evicted from places. It produces like two different kinds of strong children who grow up mm-hmm. to be strong adults. One kind that is, always a meticulous and methodical planner who is like i'm going to start investing at age 17 i'm not going to i'm not going to let someone just have like half of my money because like they're giving me a hard luck story i will sympathize with them but i'm going to think really hard and stuff like that or the people who go the other way but also in a positive direction which is that look you can't count on anything that things, things, life is fragile. Your circumstances are fragile. So I'm going to pursue, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue what I like to, what I like in life and build the happiest life I possibly can. Again, short of like uh, letting a painkiller addiction turn into, uh, into like a, a crack addiction or something like that. I mean, I mean, so two different, so it's, it's weird how like the same circumstances could produce like so such radically different kinds of children. And of, so, but I, I I do want to get back into the Theranos story. It's just that I'm I'm not sure that any character could be written or performed as well as as she actually did herself, because because there's yeah. there's, some, there's something about every time you look at one of her interviews that you know that she's playing a character, and like you're trying wow. I wonder, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to think of this person as a real, as a real person who is like, when the, when the story first started to like fall apart, like I, I, I don't, I don't cover like health technology, mm-hmm. but obviously like I, I talked to a lot of people and it was one of those situations where there's, there's a phrase that I use when I need to waffle. Like if someone asks me something like on the radio and mm-hmm. I don't, and 
I don't want to say this is obviously hogwash. This is obviously a lie. This technology is a flim flam. It can't possibly ever work because what do I know? I'm not like a, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a molecular biologist. I don't know right. about, uh, about stuff like that, but they're, they're, but so I will use a phrase like if it turns out that it's possible to get that many solid tests out of such a small blood sample, I will have learned something new. And I will also have learned something that none of the people that I talked to who work in this field were able to tell me, <laughs> which is, which is and, and meaning that like, uh, I am not aware of the fact of this idea of being able to leap in the air 80 feet without any rockets on your feet. If someone actually does it, I will have learned something that new that I did not know about the human ability to jump. And so I, I in the early, so what I'm getting at is that in the early days of, of this, I'm like, was she in a, was she in the sort of thing where she, this was such a theoretical thing that she thought, gee, on paper, this really could work. It's worth investigating. And unfortunately they got so much investment and so much attention so quickly. They didn't get like the two, three, four years to burn through a few hundred million dollars and discover that, Ooh, it can sort of work, but getting it to really work is going to be like 10 years of work. And it's not going to pay off for anybody. But by the time you get two and a half billion dollars and you're on a hundred covers of magazines and like, not, not that the press is to blame or like other, uh, other, uh, commentators are to blame but if if, if they're introduced go and now one of the youngest brilliant most people who's bringing health care and going to save billions of lives like yeah you, you don't want to be like michael scott being introduced saying hi i don't have college educations for any of you kids even though i did say 20 years ago that i would be paying for your college educations yeah but <sighs> so no no no, no no it was a scam <laughs> to begin, it was a scam to begin with yes exactly i don't know i, I I'm, I'm still it's like I said. It it just I don't sure if it'll pay off. I'm 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 hoping it won't. I'm hoping it will. Um, before uh, before we get to like the start of the show, do you want to talk about the new beta of Android 13? I have not downloaded it. Have not tested it. I dropped like what today. I just wanted to mention it to folks because okay. this was news that came out this morning. I wrote about it, and I do have to update the Pixel. Five that I am using with Android 13 right now. I haven't updated it yet. I saw some little headlines coming out about some of the new features. I think the most notable one that Google brought forth today, and because you know they always do like a whole blog post situation every time they do a, a drop like this, was that in the next version of Android, you'll be able to, and I just found out by the way, <laughs> that apparently iOS does this natively. Uh the apps will start asking you if you want to be notified upon startup. Okay. So not, you're no longer going to have to like manually go into the permission settings and like shut off the notifications in the app on Android. Android 13 will immediately ask you when you, well, if the app developer has, you know, coded it to Android 13 specs, then the app, when you install it will go, Hey, would you like to be notified? Yes or no. Hmm. So, okay. I guess, I guess we'll figure out how that works. I don't, I, I, that's, that's one of the couple of features that I noticed like in the coverage today, I couldn't, I having not seen it. I couldn't figure out whether it's, it, it would be better than the situation we have right now, which is I'm, I'm kind of okay with the, um, the, the trial by fire method where 
you get annoyed by a you get annoyed by a notification that you didn't need to see. I see. Then you simply action through that notification, say hi, never give me never show me this notification again, or I'm gonna tell you to not do this except for if it's a direct message or something like that. So I'm not sure if like I, I kind of want to see what it does in action before I tell it to not notify me of stuff. That's fair. I'm just thinking about all of the shopping and right. food apps that I have on my phone that you know, I'm like, sure, I'll use location data so I know like where the drive through is, you know, yeah. where the nearest brick and mortar is. But by doing that, I also allow it to ping me constantly and go, hey, would you like a $1 Whopper? And it's like, yes, of course I would like a $1 Whopper. Of course I would. But why are you bothering me right now at Not two in the I'm afternoon? Tim Cook on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> see, all, all I see, I, I'm, I'm pleased that they're working hard on improving notifications, but I don't think that there's, there, there's, I haven't heard rumors that they're addressing the thing that I've always, always, always struggled with on Android, which is I just want a big button somewhere in the UI prominently that says, why the hell did you just make that noise while the phone was asleep? That's because the number of times where it's like, here, I'll hear like a chime, I'll pick it up. There is no, the most recent notification is like an hour and a half ago. And I have to like go and <laughs> scroll to see what exactly it's like, what, <laughs> what made, and, and it wasn't like just some like random video starting up. It was like something wanted to know me, notify me of something. And it's like, clearly it didn't, it didn't like connect to, you know, my laptop Ooh. to make this so this sound like clearly it, it went through the Android operating system, Android operating system. You should know what did it. Please tell me. Coming this Halloween, Android yeah. 13. <laughs> well, speaking of holidays, it is St. Patrick's Day. We and uh, we do have a, a bunch of St. Patrick's Day related Google news to convey to uh, to one and all. Uh, after that, uh, turns out uh, that uh, Google decided to keep doing Google I.O. They didn't decide that they did it so well last year that it would be almost an offense to try to top it this year. Uh, so we got a couple of dates, uh, which are completely immaterial to you because you're definitely not special enough to attend as, as, as Google, uh, confirmed to Axios. Um, and, uh, Google apparently is going undergoing some sort of an embarrassing midlife crisis. Uh, can't say anything about hair plugs uh, because these days hair plugs, hair transplants are good enough that it's, it's almost undetectable. I have to be. I have to be very, very pleased. Uh, I, I see. I still have. I, I'm uh, in the 1980s when I was working, uh, like at a department store. I still remember with clear, crystal clarity this customer who came in to like buy a monitor or something, and he had this absolute like Barbie doll, like hair plugs, where it's just like jet black, like circular round plugs in a perfect like arc around his like the the top of his head to his forehead with like gaps of like bare scalp between them and i still i remember it because it was like a 6 minute sort of like interaction of which i spent 5 minutes and 48 seconds thinking don't stare at that don't stare at the don't you're staring at the don't stare at the hair plugs. But anyway, uh, so I don't know if Google's going for the hair plugs, uh, but they are. <laughs> but apparently they are putting money into a crazy, overpowered, super sexy, fast car that it can't possibly have the skills to drive safely in traffic. We'll get to more of that after this message. This episode of Material is brought to you by Microsoft Lists. Are you looking for a new way to track and manage work and life from start to finish? Microsoft Lists is here to help you clear your brain space and get organized. And it all starts at lists.live.com. Microsoft kicked off a preview program to try lists with your Microsoft account, all designed for small business and individual use. 
Start by creating and sharing your lists with your work colleagues, partners, your soccer team, or your neighbors. You might create a list of books or movies for your monthly meetings. Track home improvement and important receipts throughout the year. Or build out team rosters for your soccer team or volunteer group. At list.live.com, you can start quickly with ready-made templates and use filters and views to visualize your information so you get one list with many views. Then share your lists as links to draw others in and work together. You can do a lot with lists. The ready-made templates save you time or start blank and add in exactly what and how you want to track your information. It's super flexible and great for gift idea lists, playlists or media lists for book or movie clubs, or even event itineraries. I really like to use Microsoft Lists to get our grocery shopping done. I am not very good at doing, um, let's just say, the same list every single week. So what I like to do is I start a brand new list in Microsoft Lists. Then I share it with my husband. And then he can add some of his things that he needs to it, take that to the grocery store, and then he comes home with all the different kinds of bread that I like to eat. Go and try the preview now at no cost. Go to your browser and type in lists.live.com. That's lists.live.com. Sign up, sign in, and track what matters most. Check it out and let Microsoft know what you like and any feature requests. Our thanks to Microsoft for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Well, happy St. Patty's Day to one and all. I know it's St. Patty and not Patty because I've now I'm subscribing to a bunch of different like Irish YouTubers who decided to take time out to remind us all that it's not Patty, it's Paddy. Fine. Ah. Well, uh, actually, actually, it's it's uh, one of them, which which she's like bilingual. She's Gaelic uh, as well mm-hmm. as uh, English, and she said because Patricia is like the anglicized or the English way you say Patricia P- Patty. So we definitely don't want to say you want to say oh. Paddy. You want to say Pedra. Since she said the the Irish thing. Oh, okay. Anyway, but we do we do have a couple of uh, actually uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, news for you. Uh, now, this is something I didn't really twitch to until like two hours before the show today. That there is no St. Patrick's Day Google Doodle today. Like it's yeah. just like the plain old Google logo, and I couldn't figure it out. So uh, I went to Google.com/doodles and did a search keyword search for St. Patrick's Day because it will show you like every single doodle they've ever done. And it turns out that the first St. Patrick's Day Google Doodle they did was in 2000. The only other year that they skipped was 2003. And so, oh, I wonder if there was something. I wonder if there was something that happened that made them want to skip it that year. And so you do another search for what happened, like March 17th, 2003, and that was like the day that that was like right in the middle of the week when the United States-led invasion of Iraq was going to happen any day now. Oh my um, gosh, that's right. Yeah, on on this on uh, on this day in 2003, George W. Bush went on TV to announce that military action <sighs> will commence in 48 hours if Saddam Hussein and his sons don't leave Iraq. The Secretary General of the United Nations ordered all UN personnel to leave Iraq. Uh, the, uh, uh, the there's Atomic Energy International Atomic Energy Agency uh, ordered like all weapons inspectors to leave Iraq. So clearly, there was military very big and terrible military action imminent and perhaps google thought that this is not a good time for this kind of frivolity uh for reasons that we all understand today we're probably in a similar situation right now where it might have seemed a little bit frivolous to have like dancing shamrocks 
uh, <laughs> dancing shamrocks on the top of the one that's of the world's fair. most important uh, web pages. So yeah, that's 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 certainly fair. I do recommend that if you if you miss uh, uh, shamrocky doodles, again go to Google. We'll have we'll have the mm-hmm. link in the show notes. Uh, do a search for St. Patrick's Day. They they seem to I. I there's like a one to two ratio of really cute, funny, like animated doodles where again, like Irish step dancing kids and again, shamrocks with, with cute little faces playing Irish music and the sedate sort of here is a, here here is like book of Kells, like inspired sort of calligraphy, uh, which is stained glass, that sort of stuff, which it's, it's lovely. Um, It's, it's a reminder that the Google doodle is kind of a metronome for like it's something that we kind of like expect to see so it's it is a little it does it does kind of stand out when mm-hmm. they don't do it isn't that right mm-hmm. i agree i agree i yeah if i don't see something changing in the google doodle now in my um my discover feed right i think that's yeah. what we're still calling it then i feel a little off in my cadence so it is uh but it is also I'm kind of okay with everybody taking a softer stance right now in um in observance of what's going on globally right. because you know exactly especially this is a let's say European holiday you know what I mean so yeah it feels related just in that proximity situation yeah and but, for uh, and for yeah. all we know they had something they had something already it's not like they they spontaneously do it the night before. Like they they might have laid up something that was not not the state. Oh, here is calligraphy from the Book of Kells. It was no. Here is something festive. Here is a game. Here is something like that. Exactly. That is half the reason why I checked the the doodle because like ooh maybe there's a fun little game. Maybe I have to like get the leprechaun at the end of the. Pot and of there gold was or for the Olympics um, twice, right? right. Did, yes, that's right. We had games again, and I wanted to say. Thank you for going down the rabbit hole and figuring out why we didn't have a Google Doodle in 2003. Because again, you just unlocked a very vivid memory for me (laughs) of that day. So uh, perhaps we should move on to other green themes. Yes. So and and believe it or not, like we did have a a legitimate piece of like Google Irish uh, news here. Uh, Hey, that's where a lot of tech companies go to evade the taxes. Hide their money. There you go. So and and maybe that's a reason for this why this this story is like coming to light. So uh, Ireland's state data regulator, uh, the Data Protection Commission, there. This is the agency in the Irish government that has the supervisor supervisory authority for enforcement of uh, the EU's general data protection regulations. That's the that's basically the uh, consumer privacy safety. Uh, sort of stuff where prevents prevents companies like Google from doing the stuff that Google tends to do with total impunity. Uh, so they're they're responsible for uh, if there's a complaint, they have to investigate it, and then they're the nothing can ha- the EU can't prosecute or follow through on anything until whatever that national agency is forwards it to the EU for for further work. So a, there's a senior fellow at the uh, Civil Liberties Council of Ireland, an independent sort of think tank, uh, by the very Irish name of Johnny Ryan. Johnny Ryan. Uh, he uh, filed a complaint with the Irish DPC in 2018, uh, claiming that Google's real-time bidding process for ads. This is like this is what happens. Uh, we've talked about this before, where every time 
uh, you open a web page that has ads on it, instantly there's a bidding process to who puts mm-hmm. ads on selling the space on that actual uh, ad impression that you're creating by opening that web page for you specifically, who gets it. Uh, and as you can imagine, a lot of data has to transact between your browser and the ad network to decide how valuable is are you, how valuable is ad space, and what ad would be most, uh, most appropriate for you. So uh, Johnny Ryan is saying that this, co- quote, causes a data breach by broadcasting what you are looking at to other tracking companies every time a page loads. The Institute uh, describes this as, quote, the largest data breach ever. So apparently he filed a complaint uh, with the DPC in 2017, uh, May of 2017. I'm sorry. He, he, he communicated to the DPC at 2017. Uh, in September of 2018, he lodged a formal complaint uh, citing a GDPR violation. This is all mm. a, a timeline of inaction, quote unquote, uh, that Mr. Ryan was kind enough to, to post. In May, he says that uh, May of 2019, the DPC says it launched an inquiry. 2019 goes uh, comes and goes 2020 comes and goes 2021 comes and goes finally in 2022 uh, the DPC says that, well, it's finally has at least put together an overview of what it's going to investigate, but it refused to investigate any of the privacy complaints that Mr. Ryan had actually brought up. And so that's when his uh, that's his when the Civil Liberties Council decided, OK, guess what? We're filing a suit against you, uh, against the <laughs> against the DPC, um, according to the Council of Ireland, uh, saying there's a statement on their website, quote, we are concerned that the rights of individuals across the EU are in jeopardy because the DPC has failed to investigate Google's RTB system uh, over three and a half years since first notified by Johnny Ryan in 2018. You don't know how hard it is for me to not do a really bad American Irish accent because Johnny yeah. Ryan is such an Irish name without an O yeah. and a hyphen in it. Hold uh, back. Oh, and, oh, Hold back. I know. Again, I'm, be, I'm being really good about this. I just wanted to be acknowledged of how good I'm being about this. <laughs> You're being so good right now. <laughs> Continuing. The issue at stake here affects the rights of every European, and we are going to go into court to see that digital rights are protected. Repeated attempts to get the DPC to take up this rights violation have failed. And so the Irish High Court has put their stamp on this and approved that law approved that lawsuit to proceed so uh yeah now, now that i think of it now that you mentioned it because uh google and other big companies do use irish does use uh, irish uh, corporate holdings to sort of like launder <laughs> launder profits for better tax positions maybe the irish government is not quite so interested and and telling you that hi you know that thing that you make 82 percent of your money off of google we're about to say that it violates one of the most easily and, and and harshly enforced statutes in the entire eu like maybe they're not quite so eager to jump on board that yeah. Oh my goodness. What's what's such themed news for this week? How appropriate. Uh, we love an appropriate news piece. Oh, <laughs> uh, exactly. See, it's topical as the topical as the day's headlines, and also and with uh, a name like Johnny Ryan, I mean, it's just per. It's just icing on the St. Patty's Day cake. Again, he sh- he sh- he should he should be in a pub somewhere explaining exactly how how a Guinness should be poured. You know, mm-hmm. I agree. There should be a razor, razor thin line between the head, the creamy foam head, and the rest of the body. Should be served in the right glass, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I see. The, 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 the only uh, the the only problem with all of this was that um, I had another really busy day today, and I mm-hmm. thought that well, gee, since this isn't just going to be the one story, this is now an actual an actual whole section. So if ever I had the an excuse to like buy a buy some at least St. Patrick's Day cupcakes at the bakery 
or like uh, some some Guinness at the at the local liquor store and enjoy that during this act. I have full license to do that. And unfortunately, I was too busy and I couldn't really leave the office. So. I complete, you know, I actually went to the grocery store today to buy milk, uh, just just <laughs> milk. And I didn't even think about buying any of the whatever leftover St. Patty's Day cookies or whatever they might have had left over from the morning. But it's probably good I didn't because this morning I um, paid an absurd amount of money to have Target deliver blueberry strudel bread. Not a bad choice. I know. It's just I paid money to have someone like deliver it. It's just I I've been having one of those weeks, folks. And sometimes one of those weeks where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to pay this person right. an absurd amount of money to bring me some blueberry strudel bread so that I can toast it and have toasty sugar bread for breakfast. <sighs> you know, there there are times there are times when you just have to, for five and a half minutes, live like a fancy Regency baron. Or That's something. what I mean. You That's know? the problem with all these apps. They just make it so easy for me to be like... Well, let's see. Well, see again. If if you're doing it all the time, like if, if this was like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and like Elevens's and your 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 midday snack, that would be one thing. And it would also be like if you if you had to like if you're doing that 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 obsequious like, <laughs> oh, oh oh blueberry strudel boy, <laughs> I I wish I I I desire strudel now strudel boy. That uh. that that would be going. With, but there are but again there are times where it's like you know what. I've been up since 6 a.m. I've been working since 7 a.m. It is 3 in the afternoon, and I just realized I haven't eaten yet today at exactly. all. And so let's get all the breads with all the fruits in them. <laughs> right. It's like, and, and, and in my case, it's like, you know what? I, w- I was planning on, like, having a simple dinner of that, that, that thing where it's like, I'm just going to, I've got some potatoes. I'm going to bake a potato, and then I'm going, when the potato is done, I'm going to, like, smash it apart pour like mm-hmm. a can of black beans <laughs> a can of salsa and some shredded cheese on it bake it again and that's going to be is it dinner. a southwest baked potato is it a irish baked potato <laughs> perhaps it has corned beef in the middle <laughs> it's no it's it's like don't want to don't want to cook but don't want to like <laughs> but, but don't oh, yeah. want so, and the, but that's the day like you know what it's been a long day i i am going to or just have someone make me a bacon cheeseburger and I'm not gonna have it delivered to me. I'm gonna or walk. Or a bacon buttery baked potato. <sighs> you see, that's 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 when like if I'm gonna leave the house and walk and pick up an order of ba- of bacon, that's fair. I may as well have them put like a patty that's underneath fair. it and some vegetables <laughs> on top of it and surround fair. both with some some bread. <laughs> that's just my. <sighs> well, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna have some more news about Google I/O and a little bit more back after this. This episode of Material is brought to you by Pocket Casts. How good is the app you're currently using to listen to this podcast? Does it mix your music and podcast into one confusing experience? Does it have all the features you need? Is it thoughtfully designed by people that listen to podcasts each and every day? Well, why not try something new? Pocket Casts is built by podcast listeners for podcast listeners. No matter how you listen to podcasts, Pocket Casts has you covered. Pocket Cast seamlessly syncs your listening progress across iOS, Android, web, and it supports Amazon Alexa and Sonos smart speakers. With CarPlay, Android Auto, and even Android Automotive support, you can listen in your car too. You can enjoy the vibrant, constantly updated discovery section too, so you can find your next podcast with ease. 
Pocket Cast has Apple Watch support, including offline playback for when you're jogging without your phone, plus AirPlay and Chromecast support too. It's also fun to check out your listening history and stats, and this is a clever feature. It automatically rewinds podcasts a tiny bit if it's been a while since you listened, so you can catch up easily. I've been using Pocket Casts for a very, very, very long time. My listening hours, they're a lot. And the podcasts I listen to, they are numerous. There are so many that I listen to weekly. Sometimes I will take on new ones and uh, get into them. You know, maybe one month I'll listen to a series here, series there. I love that Pocket Casts keeps all of that synced between all the different devices. As a gadget reviewer, I am constantly moving between different phones, between different smart speakers and ecosystems, and Pocket Casts lets me bring all of my podcasts with me, no matter whatever platform I am on. Pocket Casts is completely free to use, but as a listener of this show, you get some exclusive benefits. Go to pocketcasts.com slash material to download Pocket Casts and redeem a six-month free trial of all the premium features in Pocket Casts Plus. And if you are already a Pocket Cast user, but you haven't tried Pocket Cast Plus yet, you too can redeem this offer. Go to pocketcast.com slash material to find out more. Our thanks to Pocket Cast for their support of this show and Relay FM. Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. My birthday? Uh, that too. Um, I was going to say pitchers and catchers report to uh, spring training. Uh, the strike has been called Finally, off. Finally. I Thank know. Goodness. I'm so relieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need but baseball. number eight, nine, ten, like in, in terms of when you get down below days of the year where there isn't like pies or a cake or seeing good friends and family members that you like, Google I.O. is kind of up there because at least it'll like let you know that maybe – there's going to be something good released in February of next year or October of this year. You want to talk about cadence or excuse me, metronome of the year. Google IO for me for many, many years was my metronome because like I mentioned, it's always happens around my birthday and two years, two of the seven years I attended my birthday actually happened in the midst of it. So Google IO really became this part of my life. I would like plan a whole thing around it where I would go to Mountain View. I would visit my friends in Silicon Valley because, you know, I was staying down there. And unfortunately, Andy, it doesn't look like we're quite back to where Google I.O. was pre-pandemic. I was really excited and hoping for that. Yeah. See, they're, 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 <sighs> so they, they announced, uh, Sundar, uh, Sundar uh, mentioned that on, on Twitter that, hey, we're really pleased to announce Google I.O. this year. It's taking place May 11th and 12th. And it's uh, now it's going to be free for all online participants. You don't have to register for it, but they're opening registration for it like later on this month. That's nice. Uh, there are going to be limited in-person participation at the Shoreline Amphitheater, the biblical home of the uh, mm-hmm. homeland of the of, of the uh, of Google I.O. Uh, however, upon further investigation, I think I think by Axios. Uh, Google told them mm-hmm. that yeah, it's most the life the people who are going to be there in person are mostly going to be Googlers and some partners. So mostly they're there for like cheers and applause <laughs> and like feigned enthusiasm. So like they did that last year, right? I believe we all watched from home as yeah. they had craned cameras zooming in and out, and then the employees they Patios. were socially distanced. 
it was outside, like big, you're big right. pa- yeah, like there were patio furniture like on mm-hmm. lawns and mm-hmm. so it was like a very very sparsely attended like festival <laughs> california yes it was mm-hmm. it was and see i again i got really excited about this the other day. I even started looking up hotels in Mountain View just in case. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I want to hold out some hope that somebody is going to invite me to an outdoor meeting because it would, you know, I I would make the drive. I (laughs) I would make the time. And um, it's, it's been really, it's been really weird towing this line of like, the mask mandates have lifted, at least here in California. Like, it's like, welcome yeah. back, you know, kind of situation. And it it's a little infectious because you see everybody. No pun intended. Living again. <laughs> yeah. I know. What a word I just chose. I know. Sorry. But oh. also. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can I can beat that. I was. <laughs> So at the the uh, Mac Break Weekly last week, like right after the Apple's like hour long event, that mm-hmm. I was I've uh, it's like the first part of the show, and we're talking about just like general stuff, not specific announcements. And I wanted to I wanted to uh, point out that hey, isn't it nice that uh, that uh, almost everybody who presented during that hour was uh, oh, oh, like almost nobody was was um, was male. Everybody else was mm-hmm. uh, was female, which is a great contrast to the way things were ten years ago, where they would maybe find somebody who they can represent oh, all yeah. the women like at Apple or whatever. And so mm-hmm. leading the center, so, well, since we're talking like broadly, I'm like. Oh, Damn it! I met. I met. You know, they met. You know, <laughs> I, I said, let's talk about women, dames, tomatoes, frails. <laughs> like, uh, damn it! <laughs> and this, and this, this is, and this is the. This is like, yeah. This, if it were this show, I'd be like, uh, okay. That's yeah, why it's gonna, called Broad City. It. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. But maybe, um, but maybe so, but, but that you're, you're on, on International that, Women's Day, no less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's great. I, I, my heart's in the right place. Just sometimes, I, my my social software is not the greatest. It's still in That's it's still okay. in in, in okay. alpha stage. But may, may, see, <sighs> maybe if when they're talking about like limited uh, in person participants, maybe it's just like you know friends of Flow, uh, like fans of Flow, because it's just like a big surprise party for Flow. I mean, it was supposed to be, and I don't have that anymore. And I've, yeah. you know, my life has changed a lot since I had a kid. And that was the one thing I was hoping <laughs> I would still have. So, but in all sincerity, um, in all sincerity, Google does have the infrastructure for an outdoor event that I think that they could do safely with what we know now about COVID and what we can do to prevent the spread of it. I, was kind of hoping that we would have an outdoor event where I could wear a mask when it would get more crowded, but then I could maybe hang out in a corner like I do, you know, at, at an outdoor shopping mall now. So See, the, the slowly other- but surely, you know, we're, 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 we're making our way back. The, I'll see the, the other nice thing is that with such limited attendance, the swag is going to be epic like everybody gets like a, a Vespa spoot, a scooter, like a, like a, an, an electric Vespa scooter. Like in, in Listen, Google Chrome colors. I have to say, just because I I am press and sometimes I get things in the mail that are, you know, in celebration of a thing because <laughs> that's what companies do. No, you know, nobody's asking for them. They just kind of show up and you get a nice mug. <laughs> and, you know, Google did give out nice mugs and a nice sweater last year for Google I.O. 
attendees. So, you know, it's appreciated that they at least still try to do something for the online masses that are participating. Because I know that, um, I mean, think about how important the show was to the ecosystem of this platform. Like to have these developers, they would plan their annual trips, like their work trips. And the budget would be around getting people to California to come to this um, to come to this big event just so that they could meet the person that would maybe, you know, give them money or that would partner with them to get their app some traction. Like I, or maybe it would be like a young kid who would get sponsored through their school and they would come. And there is a reason that Google IO is like so important to, as we said, the metronome of life and tech life. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's these, it's these random interactions. That's the only thing that's, I think that's really being missed out on with the lack of like in-person conferences where they're yeah. uh, just I, conferences, by the way, not working in the office <clears throat> Right to all the bosses out there, please. <laughs> right. right. But yeah, it's like there, there are times where like, I, I would probably, if, if there's like a fellow journalist I talk to only a few times a year, it's not like I'm going to call them up to spontaneously talk about, yeah, hey, it girl. seems it seems like Apple's <laughs> taking a long time to replace like all the management uh, from their car project that left the project to go work at Tesla. That does that. What does that mean to you? And then have and then like after like forty five minutes of discussion, which we forgot to order drinks or whatever, it's like oh, so now I have a really important feature article to write, and you have an important feature article to write because between the two of us, we've helped each other understand something that we're not supposed to know. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or so so you, you did you get a job offer from? Oh yeah, no, don't we're not. I'm not. I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. Screw that guy. I'm not gonna work for him. He's just trying to. <laughs> he's just trying to like make make it look good before so before he can sell out. Oh yeah, that's what I heard too. Listen, I will say I miss listening in and then butting into the conversations of you know a bunch of folks sitting around and talking about Android. Yeah. Like I I did that at Google I O. I was I'm very much. I did this in high school and I do this in journalism. I just like pop into groups of people who are talking. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. And I would (laughs) honestly learn a lot of things about the platform that I would not learn just sitting at home behind my computer. So yes, I guess we're admitting that some networking events are very important. And I guess I'm just bummed that, you know, we can figure out a way to maybe do it this year with everything. But we still don't know. Hold on. We're we're still waiting because- I mean, you know, we, we do know the press isn't going to be, you know, amongst the people who are chosen to actually attend. Again, as far as we know, who knows? They could change their mind, you yeah, know? OK, yeah, there is. See, and there is the, the every year they put up an, an online puzzle to be solved for more information as they continue to release it about IO this this year. Um uh, this year here's the the text on the puzzle pages this is an interactive puzzle and sound toy brought to you by google developers complete the challenges to reveal details about an upcoming event and just seems to be a whole bunch of like squirrely loops with like points on the loop they look like the lasso not the lasso but there's that tool in photoshop that just is so bezier. overwhelming to use right the, yes like the bezier <laughs> curves and mm-hmm. you can slide them around and they do make noises but it's like the 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 Google I/O puzzles they're no they're no fun for me because uh the people who are into those puzzles are super into them and they'll probably solve them like within an hour and a half. I don't do puzzles and yeah, and so you I don't, don't do Wordle or anything like yeah. that. It's just, uh... well, I see. I did 
I, this is <laughs> there, was, there was a great like a x uh, x uh, xkcd strip i think it was i think it was about wordle saying hey are you doing are you doing uh, the basically explaining that whenever someone asks asks him hey are you in the uh, are you doing are you doing like this really cool like trendy thing and he says no i'm i'm in the control group yeah, and i'm I like just, that's i just that's 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 what I that's what I tend to think. It's like at, at this point, I would rather be in the control. I, I enjoyed it for the first couple of days, and then it became such a big thing that it's like I kind of want my I kind of want my 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 headspace to be a wordle free zone. I, I'm I'm glad people are enjoying it. I'm I'm I don't begrudge them at all. It's like you've taken off now. Now that like in my news feed. There's like here here are tips for today's wordle puzzle. Like, ooh, today's wordle world drove people nuts because it was such an esoteric thing. Like I I I I now I, I if there are two things I want my Google News feed to obliterate from my site, one is any mention of the words Kardashian, Davidson, or Kanye in any combination or or permutation, and the word wordle. He got our name burned into his chest. I'm sorry, I know that. Yeah. Sorry, see, 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 that's see that, that's see that's what annoys me. I know it too, and it's not because like I'm clicking on any links. It's that I know I, it's I, because I, they're just in the zeitgeist. Like they, it's like I, I'm I'm scrolling through. I'm scrolling. It's through Ukraine Google and News. Kardashian. It's yeah. like oh my god, just I, give me a break. I I um, want to hear about like news about like a new documentary. I want to know about like you know Dolly Dolly Parton's reaction to being nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm genuinely interested of stupid things that have nothing to do with my life. That stuff I'm interested enough that that's why I click on the entertainment tab. But it's like I have no interest in any Kardashian ever. And but I but I but I can't not know about these people because they the headline keeps popping up on my feed saying, "Okay, you're right. That is a substantial but." I have no opinion about this, but thank you for informing me that her butt is apparently quite big. Well, it's actually small now. Um, sorry, but can we do just I, okay? I'll after this podcast, I have to tell you, I have to tell you a digression. So <laughs> as, opposed, as opposed to what we've been talking about for the past ten minutes, I know, uh, I know. Okay, but but anyway, so yeah, so we'll we'll know we'll know more about, more about Google I/O. Um, Obviously, we've been getting a couple of drops about uh, Android 13, so we're looking forward to seeing like the rest of the story. Last year, the big news that uh, that Sundar and Google seemed to want to deliver during the keynote was really all about uh, new algorithms they had for search uh, and for natural language processing, of which we've heard pretty much nothing since except for you can get fired for writing a negative academic paper about it uh, and basically have your entire management staff fired for having an opinion about those, about those things. Uh, so if, so I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we find, we have like a launch date for stuff that we're hoping to see like a, like a foldable, foldable pixel, like the pixel watch. Um, I'm not sure how foldable pixel watch. I can fold a, a pixel slap watch. bracelet, perhaps. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> jelly, a jelly bracelet. <laughs> I don't know. Google Swatch. It's, it's just $20. I've just been, I've been looking, by the way, at the product lineup between Apple and Google, just because I've, I've taken on some Apple things. You may or may not have noticed. Oh, yes. And um, I thought, I, thought I, saw your, I thought I saw your left eye twitching. Shh, shh quiet. Shh. <laughs> We're not talking about it. <clears throat> anyway, but it's so interesting going to the Google store and it's like, Pixel. Really nicely done security cameras, Fitbits, <laughs> <laughs> just Fitbits. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Anyway, we need the Pixel Watch. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 
although uh, well we we need to move on but the i i, I will say that I've just been burned. I've had so much faith in Wear OS and like a wearable like mm. watch that match. I'm now. I know that I've, I've I've said many times that gee, I've got like like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks in like Google Store credit, like that I was planning on spending on a Pixel Watch whenever it comes out, and maybe I still will just because I can get you know, if it's a two hundred twenty dollar watch, I can get it for hundred bucks. Sure, why not? I've done dumber things when it comes to Wear OS devices, but. I really am like, uh, unless unless this Pixel Watch absolutely blows me away, I'm pretty sure that by the end of the year, I'm just going to buy an Apple Watch and deal with the fact that I'm going to have to like just keep keep one of my old iPhones charged just so I can set it up and then occasionally like sync it back or whatever, because oy, I don't, I'm not sure if I can keep waiting for something that is, wow, now it's and that was more than 62%, but less than 65% as good as the Apple Watch that costs exactly as much as this. Well done. I, I'm not I'm not <sighs> mortally embarrassed to have this on my wrist. It will tell the time and it will convey uh, notifications from my phone to the watch. It's not as good as a health tracker or a fitness uh, thing, or nor is it nice as nice looking, but... Hey, 62%. Nice going. It's like we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. Again, faith, faith manages. Um, but another like future Google stuff, uh, apparently, according uh, according to a report in the information, Google is on track to buy a display startup. It's a company called Raxium, according to the report. They are a five-year-old startup. They specialize in designing micro LED displays. Um, according to the report, Raxium has previously said that is working on, quote, monolithic integration unquote of micro leds that sounds like something that would kill a lot of wildlife yeah, uh, I was, hmm. the that, that's 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 not good pr language anyway uh, that is the ability to manufacture them on the same kind of standard cheap silicon that's used to produce most microchips if successful that method would substantially drive down costs and the the, the big takeaway here is that uh, apple ha- apple bought up a micro led startup because to be- build displays for its vr slash ar headset uh, Meta slash Facebook also bought up a micro LED startup to also also build displays for its uh, its uh, its headsets. So this is another data point in Google's serious for now for as serious as Google can be about anything uh, to actually participate in the AR slash VR headspace. They uh, they have already been on a big hiring binge uh, for people who are public listings that refer to a new uh, uh, virtual reality operating system uh, with new hardware, not just software, but hardware as well. Uh, so they're putting a lot of money into this. The value of this company is said to be about a billion dollars. Uh, they're still in talks. It hasn't like they don't have a formal agreement. Neither company has confirmed anything, but at least it's another if you're anticipating and looking forward to. If if you if you're hoping that uh, if you're salivating at the idea that maybe Google can replicate the success it's had in Wear OS with the virtual reality, and you can't wait to get your hands on a thousand dollar headset that they'll might abandon in about nine months, or decide that we're still committed to virtual reality but we are sunsetting this as of two years after its release date, yeah, I'm not, I'm 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 I'll. You know, I'll be if they if they hold a press event in New York, I will definitely buy that Amtrak ticket and and watch that event. I will watch the live stream if they send me one to review. I will definitely try it out. 
there's a limit to how much I'm willing to spend on a generation one Google VR headset. Are they doing this to chase meta? Do we think? Cause I feel like meta is creating yeah. all of this hype around, you know, the future, the metaverse. And I, um, you know, I'm wondering if there's any credence to it and if that's why, or if it's, or if it is because of Apple's, of the rumors surrounding Apple's headset. Like I, I wonder, I wish I could be a fly on the wall. Yeah. I see. This isn't, this is one of those areas where I can't pretend to really understand where any of these companies are going with it. The companies that seem to be on the right track are the ones that are quite explicitly saying that, you know, we've got, Mm -hmm. we've got the HoloLens. We are, and uh, uh, a couple other makers where it's like we are explicitly going for military contracts. We are explicitly going for manufacturing training contracts. Here are specific vertical markets that we are targeting where we think we can make a lot of money and do have a lot of success with. None of these companies that are actually shipping product are saying that there's going to be a revolution. Here I am in my black mock turtleneck right. strolling, pacing from left to right on a darkened stage while holding my, my hands tented thusly as though I am in, in channeling with, with old That was Greek the poster gods. that was on um, the wall of Elizabeth yeah. Holmes <laughs> in the dropout, by the way. The makeout poster covered covered with just, covered with with, like, with smoochies i mean i kind of get it because like i had boy band posters everywhere but i also <laughs> don't get it because it's steve jobs but anyway yeah. he, he could be a bit prickly i'm not sure and also well, and, you know it's like i saw the tech ceos like like dats you know not like my peer anyway this is another anyway, conversation this is this is into. this this is another conversation but yeah but so even with apple doing this I at least respect them more than I respect how Meta is going about this by saying this is there is going to be a new revolution. This is the next thing after mobile. It's phones. because Meta has to create a little bit of false equivalency. Say like, look, this is you know, well, this is happening now, so we're doing it. It's be, well, it's because Zuckerberg is not trying. He's pivoting. Hashtag he's, pivoting. He he's never to had video. A, he, he, unlike unlike Steve Jobs, he has never had a real job as an entire life. He's had a successful startup that became immensely successful almost immediately, which makes him th- which he has always lived in this bubble called Facebook. And so he does not know what goes on outside that That's bubble. Fair, yeah. And because inside the Facebook bu- bubble, he can create whatever reality he wants to create. He has created in his head this reality that by inventing this this VR headset that no and no one has ever done virtual reality ever before before Facebook, he's going to usher in this revolutionize that will change the entire world. Whereas Apple seems to be, if they were to speak publicly about it, which they aren't, saying, "Yeah, we're going to make one," and there's, we think there's a lot That'd of nice. cool things. We, just, just like with the <laughs> iPad, they didn't say, "Here is the next revolution." It's no, here's something cool we thought was was worth making. Here is it builds upon all these other Apple technologies, and we're not going to abandon it after a, a year and a half. We're going to continue to develop it because we believe very much in this. And who knows? But and they'll still have to pr- to convince people. Here is why having a five at minimum an eight hundred dollar thing on your head is a better experience than having a $300 phone and $500 in your pocket. Uh, so, and I don't, and Google, I think you're, I think you're right there that a lot of it is that they don't want to be left out. They're making, mm-hmm. they're, they're making, they've already made some good investments in virtual yeah, exactly. reality, augmented reality. Exactly. I, but I, I don't think that anything would have lit a fire underneath them if not for the fact that they don't want Apple to run the table like they kind of did with, uh, with, uh, the, with smartwatches. Mm-hmm. But, but again, as I said, I don't really, I'm not really confident that I know what I'm talking about. I, this is all like guesswork on my part. And 
Oh, well. We're all just guessers. We're all just guessers. Hey, uh, uh, Google has bought a brand uh, fancy, fancy schmancy new uh, new speedy car. Vroom, 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 vroom. And we'll talk about it after this last break. Well, we were talking about a couple of reality shows. I've, I've just started. Re- There's the new uh, new season uh, on Netflix of F1 Drive to Survive, which is a reality show. Oh, yeah. About- everybody was talking about that over the weekend. Yeah. And it's. It, it's pretty damn cool. Uh, so this, okay. this, so this, so this, this announcement again, Google related. Uh, McLaren Racing, which is one of the top like racing mm-hmm. teams, like in F one, and uh, has announced uh, a major multi year partnership with Google. Uh, according to the press release from McLaren, uh, the partnership will bring the best of Google products to McLaren to provide a more seamless technology experience across devices. And I'm sure they needed that. They, 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 these cars cost tens of millions of dollars. They couldn't have like built their own like notification system. Anyway, uh, throughout the season, McLaren will use 5G enabled and Android device. Did he say 5G? Wowzers and Chrome Chrome browser uh, across its operations during practice sessions, qualifying and racing to cool. support the drivers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blown away. I'm uh, sorry. With the goal of improving on-track <laughs> performance, but here, here's what caught my eye: Android and Chrome branding will be carried on the engine cover and wheel covers of the MCL 36 it's pretty cool. race cars. It's, it's, it's pretty in cool. The wheel. It's very, very cool. And on the helmets and race suits of McLaren Formula F1 drivers, Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo uh, from the 2022 Formula One season. And yeah, it, it does look very, very cool. It's not the it's not the only branding on the car. But see, what the, what caught my attention is that so they got like the wheel covers. So they have like Chrome, oh, uh, uh, Chrome mm-hmm, browser logos mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. wheel covers. And now I'm not sure if th- th- this is this is the sort of thing like where. Uh, it looks good in the render, but then when you put it on the actual car, the designer realizes that they didn't think this right through. Like when, like someone puts like like uh, when someone puts uh, the uh, like the logo or the name the bit name of the company across like a van, and, and then like when the van opens and the door like slides over, it like spells out something with the letters that have now been split apart. That's really mm, really rude. Fair. That mm-hmm. didn't didn't show up on the render. So the thing is, so. When you spin, so you so you've got these chrome, <laughs> chrome logos uh, on the hubcaps on on the wheel covers. When they're turning, though, now they look like spinning beach ball cursors. And I'm not sure if an F1 race car <laughs> wants to be evocative of like stalling, <laughs> like just the 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 system has frozen. Wait, because it's not doing anything. Jiggle the jiggle the steering wheel. That's I, I feel fair. I feel as though there's there's going to be a lot of good natured ribbing. That's going to be that's going to be suffered upon Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. That's that's fair. I do think it's also just really we we put the Chrome logo on the wheels because it's fast. Is that is that why? (laughs) Is is that what we're? (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Okay. At least put like spirals on them so it can like hypnotize other drivers as they drive. Yeah, or something. Um, but it's actually not very overt. (laughs) I actually. I actually saved the picture. I'm going to I'm going to paste it in my Discord after we record because I, the little Android popping up is cute, but I feel like they could have really leaned into it and like made the whole helmet the head of the Android with the go. two little ears sticking up. Well, what they should have done is put like the full like uh, Google Street View rig on the top of each car. Now, <gasps> it might have affected uh, wind tunnel performance, but still imagine the telemetry they'd be getting, mm-hmm. you know. 
Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, and the video that they would get for Google Maps. <laughs> there you go. They'll be they'll be able to see all kinds of people flipping them off as they drive by. Um, mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be good for the virtual reality, augmented reality stuff too. But we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have to find out. The it's there's and there's 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 a tradition here. I've there uh, Apple like in the early days, like in the rainbow, like Waz and Jobs days, they. They had like an investor or somebody senior who was really into car racing, and so yeah. they sponsored a car. And there's a so there's a race car like uh, is it a BMW? I don't know what it is, but with like Apple livery on it. Like so, it's got the rainbow, it's got the Apple logo, the Apple stuff on it. Uh, like 1978, 1979, 80. And I have I have a set of stickers, bootleg stickers that someone mm-hmm. produced, so that if I bought like the right model car kit. I could apply them and create one of these things, and I, I really it. want to. I really want to do it because it does look cool. But I, the thing is, I didn't write down what scale the car is, and there's like two different scale model cars. Like one is like forty dollars, the other oh, is sixty. Oh yeah, you need to get that right because I was trying to get into miniatures uh, at the height of the pandemic, and I realized I didn't want to deal with scale. And for those, by the way, who would like to Google this uh, livery, that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's livery. Livery, livery. I never knew. Yeah, uh, see, I the way I read in my head. Anyway, Google. it's you can Google uh, BMW Apple Retro Livery, or you can look up BMW M4 GT3 by Santiago Saculo. Hang on, I'm not gonna livery. It's according to oh livery. Yes. Oh, and actually, apparently, this is Team BMW. This is for 2022 that they're mm-hmm. doing this. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. I just I'm on DuckDuckGo and the search results oh, aren't go. as good. <laughs> it's the wrong link. Actually, actually, we're I I put together the story for NPR tomorrow, where <sighs> uh, where uh, like because this is this is Google related news. The, the if anybody has ever like wondered like oh but uh, Google is not responsible. They don't really care about like uh, protecting the users against like disinformation and propaganda. And but New York Times had this really really great article last week about how apparently they're doing all of their tools that identify propaganda and say oh by the way this source is total BS I will, I will let you link to I will let you see this if you click on the link but I've, we're flagging this as this is total BS also here's an information card that explains like that this is a total hoax and this and you're about to be, you're you're going to be played and also most of these search results are going to be buried on from unreliable sources are going to be buried on page like eight nine ten and eleven. And apparently this is this is honking off conspiracy theorists and ultra conservatives who are saying, oh, Google is censoring our point of view. That, that's why I'm switching to DuckDuckGo. When I when I do a Google search on Hillary Clinton was set, is setting fire to orphanages. I that's number three, number four, all the all the real facts that I want to research about Hillary Clinton eating this, eating a church, church, church Bible and spitting it out in front of children. <laughs> Joe, they, they, DuckDuckGo has been endorsed by Joe Rogan, and you can imagine how how thrilled DuckDuckGo is about that. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't want that kind of sponsorship. Well, I'm still using it, but I also know how to ride a bike without training wheels. So true. No, again, again, this is not this is DuckDuckGo. Their hearts are in the right place. They just right. don't have that's, the, that's what I mean to they're, say. They're getting they're getting the results from Bing. They're uh, they're not. They, yeah. they don't have. They also don't have the experience, the 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 resources, uh, the 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 level of acumen. They have Apple Maps. They have acumen. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I noticed are a lot more animated than the Google Maps are in terms of like scale and what's around you. So 
I'm telling you, folks, listen, if you want Andy and I to do like a bonus episode where we talk about the things we do like about iOS, we only want to give that to paying like paying subscribing members. So <laughs> let us know. That's something we could do for you because I'm going to have a lot to say on that. And <laughs> you're going you're to have a lot of feelings about Apple, I think. I do. Time. Yeah. And I and Andy is the perfect person to work it out with. And we can monetize Because he'll let me reason. work it out. Go to relay.fm slash material for not only uh, all the links to all the different stories that we talked about today, but also wonderful, fabulous opportunities to sponsor this show and all of Relay.fm, uh, including getting access to bonus episodes that we provide, not just us, but all the other hosts uh, for the benefit of our uh, Relay memberships, who we are very, 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 very grateful for, especially in these pressing economic times. Uh, speaking of pressing economic times, what are the working you're doing that you want to that you want to plug this week? Lots of well, gadgets is gadgets still yay. going on. So don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Just look up gadgets, and you will find the nice uh, pink art that was made for us. <laughs> And that's also, and of course, if you want to read what I write at gizmodo.com, you can go to flowrights.tech. That is my special little URL. Lovely. It's just mine. I'm going to be on NPR Boston WGBH tomorrow as usual. By the time you get this, it should be streaming on WGBHnews.org. A couple of Google pieces, but lots of general tech sort of stuff. Um, as usual, go to NotGo on Twitter, NotGo on Instagram to look at other things that I'm talking about, thinking about, or just killing time over uh but other than that that's going to do it for us this week thank you so much for listening this time we hope you listen to us again next time until then have a happy healthy productive safe and gratitude filled seven days bye-bye bye